Welcome to the He Shoots, He Draws podcast, the show about photography and design, with your hosts, Glyn Dewis and Dave Clayton. Hello and welcome back to He Shoots, He Draws. It's me, Dave, and my buddy over there on the other side of the computer screen through the magic of technology, <laughs> although we'd like to give the appearance we're in the same room. It's Glyn. Hello, mate. Hello, mate. Here we are again. It's Friday. <laughs> A reg- regular as clockwork. Yeah, it'll be Christmas soon. Right. I know. <laughs> um so this week's episode is a glenn and dave one um i know we've 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 given you the pleasure of a couple of those over the last few weeks um but occasionally when we've been away and we've spent some time together we've got we have good chats as we've said and and over the weekend we've been away and we actually had quite a quite a lengthy conversation about a few things that we both kind of came to the same conclusion yeah yeah it was the uh societies event at uh hammersmith in london uh, generally a three-day event. I was only there for two. Uh, at that funeral we talked about, I think, last week. Yeah. Uh, so I was on that on the Thursday. But on the Friday, you came down as well. So I met you after I'd done a couple of presentations on the Friday. And then we did our planned curry, which yes. I've got to say was delish. Uh, that, was planned- our, that was our 100,000-download curry yeah. that, mate, we're already... Should we say how many more ahead we are? I, well, do you know what? Yeah, because... Uh, Let's let's just be proud of it because end of the day it took us forty nine episodes to get to one hundred thousand. Yeah, we're now on I, episode I, fifty. What was this one? Fifty. This will be fifty eight. I said on a on a podcast um, forum the other day. There's like three three things people won't no four things people won't talk about their weight, how much they earn, who they voted for, and what their podcast statistics <laughs> are. <laughs> we're proud of what we do, you know, and and what whatever happens when we when we celebrate the hundred thousand, which was episode forty. We're already on 125,000. But no, thank you everyone who's been downloading. It has been a bit of a kind of a whirlwind for us because, say, we're keeping an eye on the stats. We don't, you know, we're not obsessed by it, but it is nice to see that we're going in the right direction. So thanks to everyone. Loads of people came up to us at the societies, which was great, saying, Oh, I love the podcast. There was, was there, so Dave, there was more people mentioned the podcast than my YouTube channel, my blog, and my portfolio. Yeah, they mentioned more about, about the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, but when they come and speak to me, it's like, oh, I listen to your podcast. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen my blog lately? No, yeah, my YouTube yeah. channel. No, no oh, oh, well. did, did some new tutorials. <laughs> no, when I think back, like not even like three years ago, and and whenever people used to come and see see me, it'd always be, oh, where's Glyn? You know, and and it would always be kind of, I don't know. We were associated, but no one really knew what I did. And now, over the last couple of years, people know what I do. And then now, it's really nice that the first thing people say is, oh, I love the podcast. Yeah. And they're genuinely listening to all of them. Well, it's fellas, great because it's, I, know, I know we've done stuff together, photographs and stuff like that, but this genuinely is a 50-50 on this one, isn't it? And it's, it's something oh, we're both yeah. really proud of. And it's it's just a great excuse to chat more often. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and we can, and we have a moan. And when we have a moan, we have a moan again because we record it for the podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was really good seeing everyone, seeing a few old friends, meeting some new ones. We saw Ray who came up and uh, said hello to us. So hello, Ray. We said we'd give you a mention. Yep. Um, Ian Monroe was there, obviously. It was Ian, oh. Ian's time presentations, uh, doing presentations on stage. And he absolutely killed it. He is he an absolute natural on stage. He really he is. is. He's entertaining. He he's just what you you see what you see is what you get, and if you want to see when you see Ian Monroe's pictures, you could be thinking what kind of person is he, 
And his pictures are they're just incredibly creative, very storytelling. And that is exactly what you get when he's on stage. He's, he's just yeah. he's just compelling viewing. And he killed it. And Anthony was his model. There was Steve there. Gez was there. Brilliant. Really, really yeah. cool to catch up I, with. I must, I must say, having modelled for you and being a professional published model myself, <laughs> um, I thought Anthony did a cracking job. Uh, if if you look on the, either mine or Glyn's Instagram feed, that, that there'll be a photo at some point. But um, Anthony was dressed as a policeman, and he just looked the part. He he and should it, be in a nineteen seventies police drama. Yeah, I said he looked like he stepped straight out of Z cars. <laughs> <laughs> but it just goes to show that, like we said in the beginning when we were working together, is you don't always have have a model. No. Sometimes you've got to shoot with your mate and, and bring props into it and try different things just to get different character out of it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it was such a pleasure because it was the first time I'd actually seen Ian present. Yeah. Even though we've had kind of a, you know, a nice little two years of watching him grow, it was it was actually cool to stand there and watch him do it, doing his thing and being Ian because he, he was just like bursting. At the, I mean, the guy's ripped anyway. He looked like he was going to pop out of his body at yeah, any all right, time. all right, but, rub it in, rub it in. Yeah, I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> I used to be us. a bodybuilder, yeah. you know. I don't know if I've mentioned that actually. I don't uh. think you have. <laughs> uh, but I don't like standing next to people like Glyn and Ian because I just look like the before picture. <laughs> Step away. I remember. Oh. I remember um, we were at a photography event once, and I stood next to Jeremy Cowart. And if anyone knows Jeremy Cowart, just look him up. You see him, and I just looked at him and I went. I can't stand next to you any longer. You're too handsome. <laughs> oh, you smoothie. Yeah. Uh, but no, that was a really cool event. Nice little event and good to see some some friends. There's a couple of people from that are going to be on the podcast as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt. And yeah, yeah. We Speaking of booking guests, man, what a week. We've just had yeah. a purple patch of people saying yes. We've yeah. got some and, great and, guests lined up. And I've got to say, you know when people say to you, Oh God, I get so, I get so many questions about this, and I get so many emails. And you think, no, you don't. You, you find that sometimes with podcasts when people go, "Man, we've got some amazing guests lined up," and you think, "Yeah." Well, hand on heart, mark my words, and listen to this episode again when it happens. We have got some absolute blinders, and I can't, one of them, Dave. I think it's fair to say it doesn't get more. Oh, well, it doesn't get more sort of uh, A-class than one of the photographers yeah. that has agreed to be on the podcast. I am yes. mind-blown, so well done yeah. you for making that contact. If you don't ask, you don't care. Well, that's it. That's what my granddad said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my granddad said, what are you doing with that pillow over my face? <laughs> <laughs> you cut that out. No, no, I'm keeping that in. I'm keeping that in. <laughs> <laughs> Right, inheritance, granddad, inheritance. Um, the other thing uh, I wanted to touch on. In fact, do you want to give a TED update before we yes, mention the yes, other big news do. today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I've just done a refresh before uh, recording this. And uh, yeah, I think I've, I've actually said the word a few times in some of the email updates I've sent out that it is pretty much mind-blowing the generosity of people. We are now, well, we certainly were at the time of recording this episode and at this particular point... We were at nine five three five nine five three five. We are so close to that ten thousand mark, or at least we were. I've got a feeling if it hasn't happened already before this episode actually goes out, it's going to have happened. So, folks, yeah. those of you who are listening who have donated to Ted's campaign, just know you have completely changed his life. Can't yeah. say any clearer than that. 
And if you haven't already and you want these kinds of sort of follow-ups and updates, sign up to Glynn's newsletter. That's not a promotional thing. It's just Glynn's, Glynn, I get Glynn's emails and a lot of them are just updates and he's just talking to you and asking questions. It's not all like sell, sell, sell. It's it's good and you, and you can follow what's happening with Ted. So I think hopefully by the time you get back from, uh, you're, you're off to Westcott next week. Yep, off to Ohio. When you get back yep. at the end of the month, um we, we should be on the ten thousand, and you'll be publishing on on your blog what's happening because as, you, as you've said it's all transparent you've already sort of laid out the plans and we'll go into that further later and on your on your website but you know the generosity means ted is going to be well looked after and mm-hmm. you know like we said there's lots of people like ted out there go out and and just think about those people and think what you could do yeah I, I did i did uh, phone him on the saturday of the actual societies event when we've been away this past weekend i phoned him on the saturday morning because Mark Llewellyn said he's not been too well. He's had a really bad cold. And, you know, when you're 95, a bad cold is going to knock you for mm. six. So he's been suffering a bit with that. He's also been told he's got sugar diabetes. So I rang him up and told him tactfully what people have done all around the world by donating to help improve his life. And he got really emotional on the on the phone. He really did get quite upset. Yeah. But then eventually he kind of come around saying, I don't know how to thank people. I don't know how to thank them. Oh, God, oh my God, this is amazing. And I said, Ted, from all of us, really, it's us thanking you. You don't have to thank us. so yeah absolutely brilliant so um hats off to everybody that's donated i really really do appreciate it as does ted yeah um one small thing i want to say because you didn't know about this i'm not going to say why i'm not going to say what i just want to say from the show we just want to send some love out to david mcclellan this week yes the the voice of the show yeah so dave just wanted to say that to you yeah absolutely um david obviously also works at the photography show which mm. is coming at, in March at NEC. And Glyn, do you know what? Go on. He Shoots, He Draws podcast mm-hmm. have partnered mm. with the photography show and they are going to be the show partner leading up to the show as of the first uh, fe- February the 1st. Basically what that means is we are going to be running an ad at the beginning of the podcast, just explaining what the show is. We'll be doing a countdown we're going to be mentioning each week some of the guests that are going to be there. It's not going to be six weeks of, of a photography show commercial. We're still going to be interviewing guests, doing our usual thing. Um, but we'll just be, we'll have a discount code for people who, who want to go. I'm more in the UK and Europe, obviously. But feel free to come over from America. It's a brilliant show. There's no photo Kenya this year. It's going to be massive. <laughs> um, and, and what it means is we're, we're partnering with the show. It means they're going to promote us um, f- through the promotion of them. So we'll have a discount for tickets. Uh, we do have a couple of interviews lined up because of the show. Um but yeah, we just want to thank the guys at Future Events um, and the photography show and the video show this year mm-hmm. for partnering with us. And uh, yeah, it won't be too heavy. It would just be, uh, you know, they're friends of ours. We're both going to be working there. I'll be on the live stage. I'll also be managing the new photo and video editing suite, which you'll be doing classes in. You'll be doing your own thing with Westcott and you'll be on the live stage. So it kind of just made sense to to sort of help each other leading up to the show so from the first of feb up to the 8th of march you'll be hearing a few bits about the show through us and you can go and find them on the on the internet under the photography show 2019 and in the show notes Uh, and in the show notes yeah so we're really pleased about that so thanks to those guys we're looking forward to to being part of that cool so let's get to it yes this week's episode Mm -hmm. is called a little uh, controversial. Are they taking the piss? Mm-hmm. 
Yes. And I think he probably bleeped that out. <laughs> but you'll see from the show title, it was um, P.I. Dollar Dollar. Uh, this was a conversation Glyn and I were having about... We were at the, we were at the events uh, on Saturday, but we actually got chatting Friday night. And we were talking about kind of the commitments you make as, in this case, a photographer, because it was a photography event we were going to. And we were talking about the planning and the commitment. In, you know, we're sat in a hotel on a Friday night. I'm away from my family. You're away from your wife. Um, we're there to be at the show the next day. You're obviously working. And it got us thinking about, you know, why do we do these things? And and what return do we get from these? Mm-hmm. And the bigger conversation kind of broke down into the whole thing about the word value. Yes. And by that, we mean, you know, if you go to Tesco, a local supermarket or Walmart, Walmart value, Tesco value is a cheap product. The word value kind of equals cheap in that world. Mm-hmm. But actually, value is what we what we have is our self-worth. It's what we believe. Yes, yeah, what we we're place on ourselves. In. Yeah, yeah, in the work that we do. And, you know, like we said, sometimes we do things for free. Sometimes we get paid. Mm-hmm. But it made us think about the industry as a whole of where actually is the, where are the grey areas? Where are we going wrong and not helping each other? Yeah, I, I guess the word free then, let's just clarify something about the word free because I know that yeah. I, th- that kind of conversation does crop up quite a lot. Should you work for free? Probably unpaid, unpaid Un- work. Unpaid. For, but, but what I've always told people is, you know, because sometimes they say, no, you should never because that, and that sets the kind of, that sets the bar for everybody else. Uh, and it kind of ruins the industry if people work for free. I, I'll tell you honest with you, when it comes to my photography, uh, with the sole purpose of increasing my um, my portfolio, adding image, images to my portfolio, I have always worked for free. But that is my choice, and I can see the benefit of it. So I would kind of, uh, I'd contact somebody, or maybe they'd contact me, and we'd have a bit of a chat, and I'd go, actually, do you know what? This could be really, really good as a personal project. Mm. And then we'll kind of do the photo shoot, but I wouldn't. Con- I would have a company contact me. Like for example, I think the the example I heard once was somebody let's like, say Nike contacted them saying, "Hey, listen, we've got some brand new trainers soon to be released. They are going to abs- people are going to go crazy for these trainers. I've seen your portfolio. Could you um, could we maybe hire you to photograph the trainers and we'll give you a free pair and we'll tell everybody else that you did the pictures for us? Would that work?" That's not the kind of free I'm talking about, all right? <laughs> Just to clarify, that's not the kind of free I'm talking about. Because obviously there's, a, there's only one benefit there, and that is to the company. Yes, yeah. And I know people would want to go, oh, that's really cool. I've been hired by Nike, and, you know, I, I get to do this. There is that element, and we've all done it. We've all had those kind of golden client moments where you think, oh. But, you know, the person who asked you isn't doing their job properly because – one of the things we said was um, when but the, the biggest thing is always, I haven't really got any budget for this. Mm. Now, think about what they're telling you, okay? And we'll, we will take, let's take a, a photography show as an example, okay. purely because we've just been, right? Yep. And say you're, you're Glyn Dewis um, Tripod. That's not your nickname. Let's <laughs> <laughs> say Dewis Tripods or, or Dewis Modifiers Modifier or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see there's a photography show, photography show on. You're a company with staff. And you think, I need to be at that show because people are coming along, they'll have money, they'll be looking to buy product, and I need to promote my product. So the first thing you're going to do is call them up, and you're not going to say to the show, oh, can I have a 12-foot square stand for free, please? Because 
if I'm there, it looks good for you. But the show's there to make money. So they're going to go, no, a 12-foot square stand is going to cost you, I don't know, a, a fixed amount. So you go, okay, well, if I'm going to have a 12-foot square stand, I'm going to need staff. So you're probably going to have to pay two or three staff to help go and set it up, get get stuff printed and made, mm. um, the transport, you've got to get there. There's time spent before the show to set everything up so it's ready for the show. So you're already invested in this. Then you can be thinking, well, okay, what do we need? We've got to bring kit down. So we need to get all that down there and set up. And and then we're going to need somebody to show this off. Now, you can bleep this out. It's bullshit that you haven't got a budget. You, you have to have a budget to work out whether it's viable to be at a show like that. So if you are going to need, uh, we'll say, a photographer, um, why should the photographer, why should everyone else in that process get paid, even possibly a model or something that you need, maybe props or something, why should the photographer be the one that has to take the hit and, and, Dave, and everyone just, else got paid? Let me just dive in there, Dave, because what I'm saying, just to clarify for those listening, what you're explaining here isn't a imagine if. We know this happens, right? We know oh, this happens where yeah. everybody from the staff, the company who you're paying to have your stand at, the advertising and the model, everybody's being paid in an example that we're pretty well aware of other than the photographer. Yeah. But what is the purpose having the photographer there on the stand? The, to show off the product to in show its best off, light exactly. to, get, to create sales. Exactly. Now, yes, you can stand up and go, hi, I'm Glenn and I use this tripod Every time I go out and do my landscape photography, it's the greatest, most stable. And if you look on my website and my YouTube channel, you'll see me doing this, this and this. Yes, of course, there's self-promotion for you. That's a byproduct of being there. You're there promoting the products because you're the best person for that. Or you should be the mm. person that is the best person to show off that product. You shouldn't be the person that just happened to be free. Mm -hmm. Um and one of the things that we said is, let's say, for example, you, you do it for free and you actually kind of want to develop another partnership. Now, if other photographers before you have gone, well, why should I do it for free? I'm not doing this for free anymore. And they go off and you're the one left doing it for free. When you're looking to develop a partnership with another company, photographers talk. You know, we, we hear lots of things the, in the, the world's industry, a village. lots of stories. Yeah. And if they're going, uh, so, oh, I'm like, you know, that, oh, yeah, he doesn't get paid for me, does it for free? That's potentially going to harm relationships with you and other companies because they're going to be thinking, well, he works for free. I don't have to pay him. I don't mm -hmm. have to pay much. I don't have to offer him. Shouldn't be like that. So going back to the budget thing is when people say, I haven't got the budget for this, make budget for it. Even if it's a nominal fee, at least, at least say to the person you're asking to show off your product, what can we do? If I've got no money, what can we do? So something I, something I really do find amazing, I've got to say, well, it's just in my head, otherwise it just disappears, is, is the fact that a company, obviously no company's been named here because that would be completely no, no. you know below the belt, but a company could think of going to a show, having a stand, having a model, but to actually go there knowing... Or, or to get this all, get, you know, get the ball rolling for that, knowing that they don't intend to pay the photographer, I think I actually think it's disgusting. Now, it, yeah. if it's a photographer's choice, if it's, if all the cards are on the deck before it all happens and saying this yeah. is the score, then yeah, I get it. I've done that. I have totally yeah. done that because you think, well, I need to get my name out. It's a great way of me being in a new in a place that I wouldn't maybe have been to get in front of another audience. But there comes a point when you've got to draw the line. 
yeah. there, there totally comes a point we go to draw the line because really the people, the main people, especially if you're a photographer, I mean, thankfully, you know, I do have tutorials, I do do trainings and stuff like that because because the people at photography shows, the only clients you're going to get are photographers. So yeah. if you're a photographer who's on a stand for a company doing a presentation and you're not somebody that has a product of some sort, be it a workshop to promote or a tutorial or something to get downloaded, you are working for free. End yeah. of. There's, there is no benefit, really, because you're not in front of people who could potentially hire you because you're in front of photographers. Yeah, and you're still promoting a product. Mm. But as we were saying is this doesn't just stand, you know, we're, we're, bashing, we're bashing the third parties here. Let's go a step higher. Mm. Let's go to the camera manufacturers. So let's start there. A lot of them have like Canon Explorer of Light, Nikon Ambassadors. Uh, I don't know what Sony and Olympus and Pentax have. But at the end of the day, these are the, the this is the industry. The, without the camera, there isn't a photography industry. Mm -hmm. So we have the camera. And a lot of those ambassadors and explorers of light have, have earned a place to be yeah. in, in that role. Now, when those big camera manufacturers go to a show, they want to be showing off their best product with the best people and they pay their photographers. They budget for it. Yes, they are a much bigger company, but that's what they do. They have the conversation. There's a contract. There's an agreement. You get the best people stand up. That's kind of a given. Then these third party companies make a business off the back of the cameras existing because without the cameras, you know, no one's going to buy lights or tripods. So the big cat, the big camera companies obviously have relationships with the with the accessory companies, because we know that in the industry, certain companies will work with certain companies. Mm -hmm. um, but it still goes further. Not, I'm not going to say down the chain. I'm going to go along along a line. It's a it's a linear line. No one's at the bottom of the top of the food chain. But obviously, the big bucks are with the big camera companies. Mm -hmm. Going from them to third party to photographer, there's something I've seen that I never feel comfortable with as a designer because I've had this myself, is as a photographer and as a designer, you get asked to work for free a lot. And, you know, you've spent a lot of money on equipment, you spent a lot of money on training, you spent a lot of money on doing the miles to go and get those opportunities to, to become better. So that when somebody says, can you do my portrait? You can rock up, get your gear out, get your camera up, do your portrait. You know, you you get it done probably in one or two shots because you know you're on it, you, you're experienced. That's what people are paying for. And I've had that as a designer. You know, yes, I can do a job quickly because I've spent 25 years becoming good enough to do it quickly. Mm -hmm. Now, one thing that I don't like seeing, and, and if anyone listeners out there, in fact, I don't even, we don't even need people to say this because I think I know what the answer is going to be. I feel really uncomfortable when I hear photographers moan about how people expect us to work for free. If you're going out and doing a shoot that's something that's a personal project, maybe, for your portfolio, that portfolio is to help get you work. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's marketing. And I really don't like it when I see photographers asking models to work for free and makeup artists to work for free or was it is it tf but time for, yeah time, time for, for print. prints and I think it's not a print anymore it's a digital file yeah but you know what i i personally i could not think of asking somebody to take time out of their day to travel to be somewhere to make an effort to do something for me so that i get the benefit and email them a jpeg and go there you go that's your payment um 
I've got this really nice shot for my portfolio so I can go off and show on my website I'm a great portrait photographer. Why should that model work for free? Yeah, you, if it's a- yeah on that note, Dave, I mean, now, yeah, you, I used to hear that term quite a bit when I first started out that time for print and stuff. And I was never I was never that comfortable with it. And I, I'll admit I did do that a couple of times when I would say I'd mm. give people a, um, a, a memory stick or whatever the image is on. But I very, very quickly realised and it's only going back 10, 11 years, is that when you're trying to work with a you know a model or somebody sort of advertising their services as a model, and that is how you intend to pay them, it is really touch and go whether or not they turn up. Yeah. Because what's the incentive? And also, how many times, this, this is actually ridiculous the amount of times, because I know people I spoke to, how many times do models get promised they'll get sent their images and never get sent them. I've met so yeah. many people who've been a model for a photographer and said they never received the images. So what's their or motivation? Get, so I yeah. would always pay them in the end. And you know what? If you say you're going to pay them, quite rightly, they're kind of thinking, great, so they're going to turn up. And also, as a bit of a side note, is if you kind of show them an example of this is what I want to do with you by yeah. looking at another people's uh, person's work you like and say, this is the kind of image I'd like to do, they will turn up because they're being paid and they get an idea of exactly what they're going to get. Yeah. And it might not be a huge sum of money. It might just be a conversation where you say, look, it's for a personal project. But look, I appreciate you can take the time out of day. Would 25, 50 quid be all right? Just, you know, if, if, yeah, if it, you're it all inve- depends you're where they are in, in the model world, I suppose. Yeah, you're investing in camera gear already. So you, you'd quite happily go and spend £300 on a flash. But the, and the, the, rest. the model and the rest, yeah. But And the model is just as important in that process of what you're doing so never go into it thinking i shouldn't have to i won't pay the model because sometimes i've i've had stories where models have got the image and they've been told you can only use it on facebook you can't get it printed you can't use it in your own portfolio it's just Mm. i'll give you the print and they can't the model's kind of stiffed as well whether it's male or female you know it's kind of if you want to be respected and i'm not having a pop at any specific photographers it's just a thing i've seen is Yes, models will work for a free for experience. And yes, makeup artists will work on models because they want experience. That's fine. You, that's your decision to work for free. Yeah. But to be expected to work for free or be told, I'm not going to pay you because I haven't got any money or a budget. I, th- I think that's that's not the way to approach it. It's when Because you mentioned models there, it makes me think that, and I guess any photographer listening to this will have had this happen to them at some point where they've had somebody approach them saying that they want to have some pictures taken, be it a model or be it whoever. They, they, they approach you and say, we'd love to have some pictures taken with you. Listen, I, I mean, would you mind doing it for free? Because, listen, I've got so many friends who who are desperate to have their pictures taken, and I'll promote you like crazy. That, I would say, pretty much guaranteed, every photographer's heard. But if we now switch this to what we initially started to talk about, the third yeah. party, the companies, this promise of... Uh, well, first of all, doing it for free and then we'll promote you and I'll get loads of people and, oh, God, you'll get so much business out of this. That's pretty much what some third-party companies are doing now. And everybody in the industry is moaning about people doing this thing, saying, I'll work for free and I'll promote you. But the companies, there are companies who are actually doing this and expecting photographers to come and promote. Ultimately, they'll they'll say it's promoting themselves, but if you've got nothing to promote, then, you know, that's kind of draws a blank there. But ultimately, it's promoting the company. Yeah. And also, uh, talking about value, and I had this conversation at work because we as a company, we sell plugins for designers. I think our most expensive plugin is, I don't know, 69 quid. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, 
So it's not a bad amount of money for, for it because it saves you some time. But when I approach designers and say, if I give you this plugin, because uh, I think you'd it'd really help in your workflow and save you some time, could you just use it and then just come back to me and go, here's an example where I found it useful. And then I can share that with our with our market base and say you know this particular designer found this solution with a plugin now if i give this designer 69 pound plugin what i can't do is say right i'm going to give you a free plugin i want you to write a tutorial for me record a video um i want you to uh, like you know come to an event i want you to do a live webinar it's 69 pounds mm. I, I can't expect that return and the same with camera gear is if you work for a yeah. company and they say right i'll give you this free try i'll give you this try come and spend four days at an event i'll give you a tripod right the tripod's 200 quid yeah that is, such, time, mate, that is such a good point you're making here because we both know somebody who has had um lighting equipment given to them and it must be now it's got to be three years ago. It has to mm-hmm. be, you know, certainly max, you know, at the very top end of the two years, it's, it's, I'd say three years, they're given lights. And they're not massively expensive lights. But on the on the agreement by giving those lights, it's kind of like a, a partnership now they've got with that company. And then for a certain period of time, they'll do some demonstrations and do some events for them. But then years down the line, they're still being made to feel that they should do stuff for that company. Now, yeah. let's just say, for example, that, that lighting stuff they gave them was in total with the modifiers and the lights two and a half thousand quid Mm. there has to come a time when that person needs to draw the line and say right i think really with all the stuff i've done for you all the events i've done all the blog posts i've done all the promotion i've done for you has reached a two and a half thousand pound limit now you're asking me to continue doing this we need to have another conversation. Do you yeah. know what I mean? But, but it's almost like they seem to have this, they think they've got this hold on you forever now because they gave you some kit, which they're benefiting from from giving you kit anyway because you're promoting their stuff. Yeah, you're it's showing just, that it's, you're it's using bizarre. It. You, sometimes you just can't get your head around it. You think, how do these people think? Mate, recently, I'm sure I told you this, but recently I was contacted by a company who are UK-based and they're yeah. looking to set up, in fact, they have, they're in the process of setting up another base in another country within Europe. Okay. And they've contacted me to say, could I come and do some seminars and workshops at their HQ and also write content for their blog and also go to this other country within Europe, but we won't be able to pay you, but we can pay for your flights and your accommodation. What? (laughs) Seriously? And what benefit do you get from that company? Do you get free products? Do you No, get- I get no free product. But this is the thing. The the reason behind that will be because they think that their their standing within the industry, if they mention my name, will produce lots of business for me. Now I know that it won't. This particular company who have had a relationship yeah. kind of well, I say relate I have had a relationship with the company, although I have still paid for everything I've ever had. I mean, I'll use the example of the TED campaign. Not once did this company promote the TED campaign. Now, I've kind of built a relationship, or a business rather, by building relationships and building a lot of trust. So if I'm working with a company and a friendship gets developed there, surely that friend would then go, oh, just notice Glyn's doing this. Let's help Glyn with that. Yeah. Now, by them helping TED, there's no, there's no benefit to them. But does there always have to be a benefit to them to promote me? 
Do you know what I mean? It's just kind of like, yeah. come on, this is a friendship we're developing here. Clearly it's not. And sometimes I think, I think sometimes we can all, when we're first starting out, or maybe when we've kind of been a bit clouded with our, with our sort of uh, vision of what's happening here, sometimes we can have a real sharp wake-up call when we think what is a relationship and what's business. Because yes. bottom line is, it's all business. I don't care how well you get on with a company, it is still business. And that yeah. might sound really brutal, but it is. It just well, it is you, business. If you if it was if your shoes on the other foot and you went to you know like these uh, ambassadors, yeah, you know, I want to be an ambassador. I want to be you know basic people want free gear. Like, I want a free tripod. I want free lighting. Yeah. I want I want free this. And yeah, and I and I'll use it and I'll promote you. Well, if you've not got a, a broadcastable channel to do that, mm. there isn't really a benefit. There's just a you're just looking for for free things. So, if you went to that company and said, um, you know, give give me all of your lighting gear and I'll use it all the time, or give me all of your tripods, or give me all of your uh, sound equipment, whatever, and I'll promote it for you. There is no way that company will entertain giving you free gear. No, they, I, I, they, I, I feel sorry for companies a lot of times, mate. I mean, when me and you had a bit of a walk around on the Saturday around the expo when I found that printer at an even better price, yeah, yeah. which I've now got coming tomorrow. Um, yes. I feel sorry for a lot of the companies there because you do see a lot of what I call tyre kickers. Tyre kickers, Tyre yeah. kickers just hanging around trying to kind of, hey, trying to schmooze their way into the company to see if they can get something for free. And it's like, no, come on. So in some ways I can understand the way that companies deal with people, but I still I still can't get my head around this attitude of you can do something for us for free. Yeah, yeah. And I think what kind of what we're, where we're trying to get here is we're not, we're not bashing people. All we're saying is, is based on the conversation we had is just take a step back, whether you're kind of going to the left or the right, whether you're going towards the manufacturer or whether you're going towards the people that are going to help you. Just stop for a minute and think about the value of what you're doing. What What is your end result and how does it help you? Then think of that person because if it was your partner, and you heard that someone has asked them to do something for free, you'd be protecting them and going, whoa, 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 why are you doing it for free? You're yeah. going to be out for four hours. I thought we could go go out and go to the cinema or, or we had we had to decorate. So the, the time, the time away, the time they're spent doing something for you is time they're spending away from their family. Some may want that. There, there, has, <laughs> there has to come a time when you, as, as a... As, as a, and I'm using the example as a photographer because that's what I am. It could be a, it could be a designer at a designer conference, but there yeah. has to come a time when you say, right, enough's enough. I don't need to keep having companies say to me, "I'll promote you, I'll promote you." Yeah, that's not what the answer is. That's almost like saying, "I sit at home waiting for the phone to ring." You can't expect yeah. companies to promote you and your business to grow. That's no. not the answer. So, you know. For the longevity in this business and the respect of the industry and your peers, you have to say enough's enough because it doesn't just help you; it helps your colleagues, your friends with the industry, and it also helps yeah. people who are new and up and coming coming through the industry, so that they don't have to go through this as well. Yeah, 
it values the relationship you know when you don't pay any money and we've said this before about goods goods and services you know um in fact this week uh my friend dustin at retro supply he makes some brushes for procreate and i've got an ipad and i've started using it and he's bought out this pack and it was out today it's, it's i think full price is 15 dollars, and it's special launch is 12 dollars. and i emailed him and said take my money now and i'll download <laughs> it monday and he came back and said no i'll give you a free one if you can just promote it and i said thank you but no mm. and, and i'm gonna buy it now it's 12 dollars. if i pay for those i'll use them now it's not to say if dustin gave them to me i wouldn't but i like the fact that i pay for something and i use it and i give it value if i kept getting stuff for free it's you just put it to one side oh another box cut if in fact do you, i love casey neistat mm. i absolutely love him i love watching his videos they're very very addictive oh, i got you into able, that didn't i i know and i've not <laughs> been able to watch any casey neistat over the past two months because i know if i go down that rabbit hole i will not get this book finished <laughs> so i've i've turned off anything on youtube anything can distract me away but one of the things i see that i wanted to get to is he does mail time and people yes. send him all of these things and he kind of rips the box open and he goes yeah cool Ch throws it to one side rips an xbox type. don't know what i'm going to do with that oh that'd be useful Ch <laughs> it's because it's free because he hasn't paid for it it's kind of i find that quite that that's the one side of him i don't like now i know people choose to send him and stuff he doesn't ask for it but it just shows there that because it's free because although saying that he does spend like three grand on a skateboard and he still throws that around like it's a, a rag doll but when you if you don't put a value on something whether it's you know work or a product or service you're not going to respect or value that relationship whatever it may be like you said the model not turning up mm. yeah it's just I, i'll be honest with you, i don't know how much more what else we can say about this dave i mean got, we didn't you... i have got one more all right story okay but, tell. yeah all right well I'll, I'll kind of do my my thoughts to finish off because yeah. it, it, i have got something i just want to kind of finish off with but i'll let you i'll let you dive in go on you dive in okay first. so this was a conversation i had a few years ago and i have mentioned shared it with you before and it was a conversation with a photographer and the photographer wanted me to do some work, mm. um, to do some branding and, and stuff to help them become a better photographer. And so the conversation was kind of, oh, I love, I love his stuff. I love what he did for Glenn, his logo. Um, can you do some, some branding for me? Okay, um, right. Well, kind of what have you budgeted for this? Oh, well, I'm just kind of, at the beginning of what i'm doing i haven't really got any money for it i just thought if you could maybe do it now and then you know maybe at another time i could give you some more work and pay you then <laughs> as opposed to when i get some money i can pay you for the work you've done it was if i do well i might hire you again so which already got my back up and and there is, there is a thing i've got got to mention at the end of this is one word that's <laughs> like a uh, um so the conversation went that to keep it short is okay what do you need right well, i need a logo i need a business card i need a flyer okay and i knew where i was going with it i said right let's let's just let's not talk about money for a minute let's talk about what you what you're trying to get across so what are you doing okay i'm going to do um like portrait and corporate stuff right brilliant so let's talk about your business so we need obviously we need a photograph that you've taken because that's what you're selling and 
we're not we can't use a stock photographer well can can you not like get some really good photographs sort of off the internet to put on to make me look good to start off with no we need to put your photographs on oh okay um can we get them off good we'll have to pay for them well yeah or take your own photographs all right so we, we dealt with that first hurdle right so what's your rate what's your general rate what are you trying to sell yourself at and it kind of came down to i'll just throw a figure into to make it easier to digest but it was a thousand pounds for a full day on site it was five or six hundred pounds for half a day um, and that was to hire as a photographer and he'd go in and set up and take all the photographs. So I got him talking about money and, and what, what he's going to get for that. And, you know, he's invested in his camera and his gear and he's going to go along and do a job. And when I got him to kind of open up about what he felt he was worth to be hired, I then brought the conversation back round to, so why are you worth £600 for half a day and £1,000 for a full day and I'm worth nothing? Ooh. And I'm probably going to be spending two three days on this because i'm going to be doing a logo that we're going to go back and forth on yeah before we finalize it then i've got to lay out the business cards and you've got to agree that and make changes and then i've got to lay out the flyer mm. and i'm going to have to put together those assets myself and you already want me to get stock photography so i reckon all in all i wouldn't be solid on it but it would take me a week of back and forth a good few hours to put this together mm-hmm. which would equate let's say i were to do eight hours one hour one and a half hours a day on this you're worth a thousand pounds i'm worth nothing you can't even you've not even offered to pay me a hundred pounds i'm not even worth a hundred pounds and yet you're asking me to create the best work for you for you to get work and the best you can offer me is if i do get more work I might be able to give you some work further down the line. Now, I wouldn't charge a thousand pounds a day. I wouldn't charge six hundred pounds for half a day. I charge three grand. That's my going rate. <laughs> I don't get out of bed. But what I mean is, it was the value. It was that photographer rated himself at that value, and yet we've both invested in equipment. We both invest in training. We both got to experience where we feel we can sell our services, and yet. I was worth nothing. So do you know what you can you can in my head I've got a conversation going on there where this one person their mindset for something what you've just experienced there the mindset they've got is I really do need to improve my marketing. I need something that's going to help me to get more business and make more money. Who can I get to do that thing for me for free? Yes. And when I've and when I've got him to do it for free I'll go and spend money at a printer's to get those things printed out because the instant expectation there is the printer's going to need paying. Mm, exactly, yeah. Well, yeah. He, he's not going to go to the printer and go, can you print all these out for me for free because I'm just yeah. starting out. The printer's going to go, see you, Sonny, I've got another job coming along. And that's why I'm really precious with my time now because of day job, family, kids, yeah, yeah. podcast, these things. I, I actually can't afford to do free work yeah. as much as i like if i yeah, choose yeah. to if i offer to it's great that's but the key really, if you choose to yeah and you have to say i can't actually do that for free because i've actually got a paying job right here next to me yeah that's i have to do that one i know you mate and i love you but and you and i we like we've said we have a very clear thing with money yeah we've, we've always had that pretty much from day one and i've if i'm being honest i think it was always you that was a little bit awkward about the word money you always felt, no, or you like always asking. felt, well, you always felt, yeah, you always felt awkward asking me about money. So I know that I would kind of 
knowing that, because I know I used to feel that way, was I would, you probably remember this, I used to say to, right, before we do anything, right, how much do you want for this? Yeah. Just just tell me, Dave, let's get the dirty stuff done. The minute you said, I'd go, right, I'll get that done now. I PayPal it over to you. Right, that's in, that's, that's in the corner yeah. now. Forget about it. Right, let's get on with the fun stuff. Even so, when I modelled for you, even when I stepped into a model and you had a workshop and people yeah. paid, you still paid me for that. Absolutely, yeah. But once that was done, once that possibly awkward, awkward conversation bit. was done, we never thought about it again. Yeah. And then I felt more comfortable that I could then ask you to do it again another time. Yeah. Rather than me thinking, I didn't ask him last time, I'll chance my arm and ask him again. And you're thinking, oh, I didn't get paid last time. Oh, yeah, all right. Yeah. But it was just, it was, it made things much more comfortable. So that was the one yeah. thing. And I've, I've just written some stuff down as you were explaining that little scenario there. So the money thing, how we sorted that out was something I wanted to get out. Yeah. The other thing, I don't, you said there's a word that you kind of, Ugh. the word I've got here is just. Was that the same oh, one? That's exactly oh, the well, word. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Just. The word just. just. Which, is oh. in the, which is in the same bracket as the word but, which I know we've covered before. But the word, the way the word just get used is that they, they say, uh, um, just is Latin for free. Yeah, but but in a way they're saying, um, there's any way you could just put me together a quick logo. That just yeah. that just basically says I don't value your time, and I know yeah. you can do it quickly because you're really good. And just always comes along with its mates. Can you? Yeah. Can and you? <laughs> can you? just yeah. basically means you might as well <laughs> run up and kick me right in the nuts because that's that's your message to me but the minute you've said can you just to another professional yeah that's right is 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 broadcasting i have no intention of paying in fact i value i i don't even value your experience yeah. i'm just expecting you to do something can you just means i know you can do it quick but i don't value the experience you're bringing to the table yeah can you just how and funny the same is way that, you, that i know both said the same word I, that's, that's brilliant <laughs> well, i didn't written down look ju- just yeah i got it there, there. Look, i got it there sorry. <laughs> This is completely relevant for those listening, but um, so that's that so one. Was, yeah, go on. My, my other thing was uh, again getting the word free because obviously that's been mentioned a lot here, and I've tried to be wise here. I wrote down a I wrote down a quote that I've just made up, and it's basically saying that free should be a conversation, not an assumption. So if oh, some, like if, hey, what? So it's a com- free is a conversation, not an assumption. Do you want me so, to design a poster for you to sell? Yeah, if you if you could just put one together for me, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> so what I, what I basically mean by that is I and this sounds really weird saying this I know I have no problem with working for a company for free so long as a conversation has occurred for that to be agreed on certain terms not yeah. to work for free because when that company asked me they their assumption was that they weren't going to pay me anyway does that make sense so you, free is a company you com- have just you have just taken everything I was going to finish off with in that. Oh, right, that, okay. that that sums up better than what I was going to say because I was just going to go respect respect down along the line. You yeah. know, for, for you people who do run companies, whether it be you know lighting or tripods or bags or accessories, when you want to hire, when you want a professional to show off your goods, don't ever go into that thought expecting someone to work for free at least think about your budgeting is can you at least have a conversation about it and go look i need four people to do this show this off i actually physically couldn't afford the rates of four people um 
but but can we come to an agreement can i cover your expenses can i maybe is there any equipment i can maybe give you like you just said free is a conversation not an assumption and i think that sums it up perfectly what one thing that again i just have these thoughts that come into my head so i've got to get them out first i love if that. if a company says to you if a company <laughs> says to you um that we, we're not going to pay you but you can promote yourself and and put, we'll push you out there so you know you'll get some business what happens if this is one of, one of those things what happens if the company doesn't pay you because they're saying you can promote yourself and whatever you you go on stage or on the little stool in the expo floor and you do your little bit but you get nobody purchasing your stuff you get no business from it it, it you've got no you've, you've not been paid anyway yeah. You've been not been paid by the company. You've had no business. You've got zilch out of it. This is why I don't think it's right that a company can say, if you come and do stuff for us, you, we'll promote you, you can promote yourself, and you'll get business and sell this, that, and the other. Because there is no guarantee you will sell anything. Yeah. Oh, actually, hold on. I've just had a notification on my phone from the bank saying that, um, yeah, no, it's all right. I was worried I'd run out of exposure, but I've still got some credit left. <laughs> <laughs> so I can pay my mortgage again with so, that exposure. <laughs> so my my kind of parting comment is is uh, pretty much I guess what you're going to want to say is 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 value yourself. Yeah. Yes, work for free so long as a conversation has occurred, or if you're wanting to help a friend out. We've all yeah. got friends out there in the industry that need a bit of a leg up. There's no problem, obviously, with saying, "Listen, mate, I'll give you help. I've done that. I know you've done that." To say, "I'll do something for you that'll give you a hand." It doesn't yeah. always have to be a mutual benefit, a mutual benefit, but that word assumption shouldn't be there. Don't yeah. assume working for free or working that somebody else will work for free. I'm totally stealing that. I love that. And I need to Google it to make sure no one else owns it because <laughs> I don't want to take something for free. But that one of the things that I'm going to be talking about uh, when we go to the professional imaging show, and mm-hmm. I did mention this the other week, is it's a new class that I'm putting together that I'm going to come and sit with you. It, and it's why a graphic designer is a photographer's best friend and vice versa. Long title. But um, basically what it is, is it's this conversation. It's I want to urge photographers to befriend a graphic designer. Mm-hmm. And I want graphic designers to befriend a photographer because we are in this together. We are in the industry where we do come across these hurdles. Mm. But do you know what? The best thing you can do is because I used to say photographers should learn graphic design. And, and I still think they should understand graphic design to help them know what a graphic designer needs. But the thing is, is educate each other. It doesn't mean you have to do each other's job. But if for a graphic designer to go, I just need a photo of so-and-so, you have to understand the work that goes into that to get that image and the retouching and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, at the same time, a photographer is saying, I just need a logo, I just need a flyer. Sit and spend some time with the designer and actually... Do you know what? I'll do it for free on one condition. You sit next to me for the whole time I do it. <laughs> and if I want a picture off you for free, I will come out on site and I will be your, uh, what's what's it called? The What do you call them? What do you what, photographers the, the, call The VAL, the voice activated light stand. That's it. So you come and spend all the time sat with me while I design your thing and I'll come and stand with you while you take, fo- photo- while you take your photographs and we'll see each other's work process and i don't think i say it in jest but i don't think that's a bad idea and that's why i'm going to encourage the whole talk will be around you know helping each other and create work for each other because if you were say you were going to do it if i was a designer and i was going to do a flyer and and try this go online and the first time you see that ad that's um 
a corporate flyer and there's a table in a in this big brightly lit office where all the walls are made of glass and there's eight people around the table all in crisp shirts and they're all putting their hand in the middle and smiling at each other and they're all handsome there is no office <laughs> that looks like that it's a stock it's a stock photograph go online and look for these kinds of images and if you if you take one of those images from a website drag it into like tin eye or google search and you'll see all the places that image has been used now just imagine your portfolio has work in it there's images that's been taken by a photographer friend that is the local coffee shop or it, it's it's a picture no one else will have you are going to stand out when you're going in for that work and people go oh that's a really cool photograph is that stock photography no i don't like using stock because you could have the same as the company next door to you so develop that friendship respect each other's craft and experience get each other work um you know and if 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 you hear someone needs a photographer you get your mate work the photographer his design he gets you work but you tell each other uh it's like one thing you said to me if you do a free job um because the conversation's taken place i would always do an invoice for the amount i would yes. have charged yeah. and i'll give a a 99 percent discount and like take a pound just just for it uh, or a 100 percent discount so the next person that comes along and goes oh i like that who did that for you whether it's a photographer or a designer and they go oh my friend glenn oh how much did that cost you so well i know that would cost for the session yeah that would normally cost 500 pounds straight away if you go oh got it for free their expectation is free and they'll tell other people it's free so even just doing that little thing just let somebody else know kind of you know i I have a price i won't do less than for a logo anymore Mm -hmm. unless i offer to do and i you know i'm playing around i might go to someone and say i've done this it's a conversation again i I so love that phrase (laughs) free should be a conversation not an assumption i'm so making i'm so making a poster for that and and another one you know like you said the val is the voice activated light stand for a photographer have the the equivalent for a creative designer or graphic designer is a vape a voice activated (laughs) pen (laughs) don't even get me started on vapes Cool. But anyway if you've been listening if you've stayed with us for almost an hour we thank you for for listening to our opinion like we said at the beginning this is our opinion these are our thoughts if you disagree with us you know give us examples don't just go i disagree and it's, and it's been highlighted the, the, this episode has been born out of something that was highlighted over the weekend yeah absolutely yeah and and it's not just one conversation that we've mm. had it's 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 been a kind of weekend it came to a head and made us think yeah so yeah by all means leave a comment give us an example of of something that you've done where maybe we you know we've missed something a good way of teaming up don't just be like moan 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 because we've done that for the hour for you (laughs) but if you've got any examples where you found a way of teaming up with someone or you found a way of overcoming the free thing where where maybe you've you have a relationship where there is services for services that works out yeah let us know and we'll talk about it on another show and we'll give some examples but yeah it was just we just wanted to say those things and um and we have cool right in that case i'm gonna go and check if it's snowing because it was snowing under when i drove back from photographing the veteran i drove back in the snow i was not expecting that yeah so i'm gonna go and check if it's snowing oh i was told i was in hereford today i was told it was going to snow in hereford but it didn't 
Right. Okay. I must admit, I'm a bit. I'm a bit of a snow fan. I, I hate like it. it. I, don't, it I really it. don't like the snow. I wouldn't mind it if everything didn't grind to a halt. But in the UK, it's like, oh, what's that white stuff? What do you mean the stuff that we've always had? Yeah, you know, yeah. Every, every year, pretty much since the year dot. And then all the Scandinavians look at us from from over there and go pathetic. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> but anyway, thank you for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week. We'll be in, start to announce some of the guests that we've got. Uh, we'll be back next Friday. We will announce during the week who who we've got. And uh, just really thanks for sticking with us. Again, you know, we really appreciate the comments and people coming up to us. And if you've got any suggestions, anything, topics you want us to cover, please email us, leave a note on social media, he shoots, he draws, or he shoots, he draws.com on the episodes um, and anywhere else you can find us. Brilliant. Right. Catch you next week. Yeah, Glyn. You said that so well, but we'll catch you next week let me know when you want to clap yep one two three in time Mm. okay let's get some water i haven't got any water it's all right i don't normally grab it anyway that's a g and t is it (laughs) cheeky boy (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> cheeky boy oh dear.